0: This episode of Inside Voices is sponsored by Lecky Scotland. You can build inquisitive and positive mindsets towards maths with Primary Maths for Scotland. It's a whole school scheme developed specifically for Curriculum for Excellence. With teacher guides, textbooks, assessment packs, it provides everything that teachers need. You can find out more about this by visiting leckyscotland.co.uk.
1: Inside Voices, a teacher podcast by teachers for teachers, where we discuss all things education. I'm your host, Laura. And I'm David. And remember that in here, we use our inside voices. On this week's episode, we are going to be talking all about teaching the arts in a primary school. So art, music, drama. The big question to start us off is how do you feel about teaching the arts in your your
0: classroom? It's a big favourite of mine, to be honest. I just don't feel like I get enough. Whoa! The size <laughs> of that fly. It's on your leg! <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's the size of a horse. Wait, <laughs> just saw How you freeze. No, I'm just keep do I don't want to kill it. It deserves to live. That was huge. Okay, was big, uh, big the life. arts. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm not going to lie. It's one of my favourite things to teach. It was one of my favourite things to learn in school. Yeah. Like I did art the whole way through school. I stupidly dropped it for hire for some reason. And I think I would have done really well in it in higher. But I just, I don't know. I wanted to become an accountant, so... <laughs>
1: Don't, <laughs> don't need art for that. No. Definitely not.
0: Um, but I did graphic design instead so I was really interested Ooh, yeah. in that, did music up to standard weight, like all those things. I love doing, I, I play the piano and guitar so they're kind of up my street. If I had to pick a favourite, it would be music, love teaching yep. music in school and I just don't think I get enough opportunity to do it, which is fine, um, but I try and like drip it in in different ways. Yeah. What about you?
1: I enjoy a lot of it as well, I think music and drama more so than others. <laughs> if you um have, actually by the time I, this goes up there'll be a video on my TikTok where we were doing a draw along the other day so if you want to see why I don't like art you should go and watch that video and have a look mm. at my attempt of drawing a pug
0: Okay.
1: on my whiteboard. Right. Um, I'll just let you make your own opinion, form your own opinions of my drawing abilities. But um, probably the only person to ever be told they're not allowed to take standard grade art.
0: <laughs>
1: it didn't even get to the point where they were politely discouraging me. They were just like, no, no, it, absolutely not. What about this instead? But in saying that, I also really enjoyed graphic design. Mm-hmm. Really, like I did product design for, uh wasn't a standard grade, I can't remember what it was called.
0: The other option. Not that five?
1: Nat, no, that wasn't around, oh, if no, I can't remember. And no, and two. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I did product design for that and I also did higher photography. Really like that. So artistic abilities. Yeah, just when it comes to like drawing and painting, absolutely not got an artistic no. bone in my body. Music and drama. Again, you'll be sur- <laughs> unsurprised to know I was a musical theatre girly when I was younger. really enjoyed it. So it's something I love teaching, but kind of like you, know, there's just not the time. Yeah. sometimes for it. I feel like the curriculum is so vast that and you just don't get the
0: time for it. And sometimes I feel like we have to, because certain times of the year you you get your art and your music in, your Christmas show, you're getting your music yeah. in.
1: We've been singing Christmas songs since Halloween, by the way. Yeah. And I also did Christmas card making today. So if I'm a little bit sparkly, I've not turned into a vampire. And I all, just...
0: like, but all that stuff like Remembrance, you do your Remembrance Day art. Yeah. We're doing World War Two, so you do your Blitz art and they all like i would rather just sit down and be like okay let's do an art study yeah. on picasso or because let's, sometimes because it takes you do the that creative, down the creative
1: you say like creative freedoms as if i'm planning like a broadway show but it does kind of uh-huh. take like we did a musical theater club last year or we done a musical theater club last we year we did a musical theater club last year it's been a long day <laughs> um and it was such good fun because it was something different yeah like it wasn't the same thing we had done in previous years and it was actually the first time doing it and it was it was also children who chose to be there, so that was a little bit different because they obviously enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But it was just such a different experience of teaching music and a complete, it just sort of flipped it on, my, on its head for me because yeah. it was not just, here's what a beat is, here's what the rhythm is. Even though that's really important, it was a lot of, yeah. m- sort of more in-depth and I think something though, we
0: chose to do. I think if we're doing it again, I think we don't perform at the end of it. No, just do it for fun. I think we just do it for fun. But Then they loved performing. They did like performing, but I think it we had to then focus on that one song for like four weeks. Yeah, that's rather true. than just being like, right, let's learn a song let's from How to Sing Wicked, or let's learn a song from, you know, Le or something. Let's not get
1: sued by Wicked because I don't think you're allowed to sing them without
0: rights. Let's
1: and they don't have a learn show. a song
0: from Wicked. <laughs> 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 Do you know, I was, this is so random, but I was teaching the other day, uh, World War Two, and we were talking about the Allied versus Axis countries. And one of the, the kids in my class came out with an absolute belter. But the, I was rhyming off some of the countries and I was like, just stop me if you don't know any of these European countries, because Europe's changed a lot, you know, some of the countries don't exist anymore, yeah. Yugoslavia, for example. And then I got to East Prussia. And one of them was like, East Prussia. That sounds what you buy. It. That sounds like. I oh, butchered, it, haven't I? That sounds like what you buy out of Aldi. And I was like, oh. I was killing myself laughing. Oh my like a Russian, an Aldi version of Russia. Anyway, that's so by the by. It was way funnier when he delivered it.
1: Yeah, it didn't have the delivery with it. But, you know. Okay. We're not talking about comedy shows. So you're okay. You're fine. Okay. But I think what you said is really important that it's, you just never seem to find the time to fit it in. But it's actually extremely it's it's interesting because I think the arts in general are very undervalued in the sort of adult world if you will like when we grow up in society and what we let what we do none of my friends work in artistic jobs there's a couple who are let in musical theatre and things but out of the majority of people I I know the arts is totally undervalued like you'll go to the theatre and watch the pantomime or you go to theatre and watch a show but you You don't really see that as a job where you go, wow, that's a really good job to do, Mm -hmm. even though it is so hard to get into any sort of artistic job because your talents have to be there and you have to prove your talents instantly or it's like, well, no, you're not for us. You know, it's a cutthroat industry, the whole of the arts. But interestingly, there was a survey done and I can't remember where the survey was taken, so forgive me for that, but 70% of teachers um, recognised the art, the importance of the arts, but then that's not reflected in the public's opinions. So it's like it's it's valued in schools, but then that's not reciprocated in sort of the public domain. So then that makes yeah. children sort of go, well, what's the
0: point? Do you know, this makes me so sad because the arts, drama, art, music, is where some children really thrive. Yeah. And they Absolutely. necessarily don't thrive in the academics. So maybe maths isn't too easy for them. They struggle to read and things, but some can be... Just Beautiful musicians, or some are really mm-hmm. good at drama and expressing themselves in front of an audience and coming up with how they feel and how they can express that. And some of them are so good at drawing. And, oh, yeah, amazing. And we just maybe squash that a little bit in society. I mean, I had friends that went and did um, jobs in the arts. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Oh, a lot of them yeah. have gone on to be writers more than kind of in, in front of a camera a lot have gone on to be writers they were good writers in schools yep. and they've gone on to be screenwriters and write books and things but the main kind of thrust of our high school was let's get you into profession yeah it was quite a high performing high school uh, kind of sat in the top 10 every year Roughly my year didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of sat in the top ten in terms of exam results and it's basically like if you can't get as an A or a B and you're you higher, leave, like yeah. you're not going to do that higher, you're going to try something else. And so that then forces people to try and get into professions, like they would want you to stay for sixth year to get you like better yeah. exam results. So basically like a lot of my friends were told like, you want to be a lawyer, you want to be a doctor, you want to be an accountant. And I think that's where it came from, this idea that I wanted to be an accountant that you want to go into one of these high-level mm-hmm. professions, whereas a lot of my friends were really good in the arts. And then That's it's just considered a hobby rather
1: than a career uh-huh. path. Yeah. yeah.
0: And thankfully, a lot of their parents were like, no, you're going to do you know, what you want to do. We'll support you. But not everyone gets that. Whether no. it's high-performing parents, they want you to go into these professions, or whether it's parents like, no, you need to go get a yeah. job. Not many families support people into the arts. And I think, number one, like what you said, it is hard. Yeah, it's so cutthroat. To build a career, in them but I think it's probably easier well it's maybe easier nowadays I don't know with social media and things to get out there I don't know if it is or not
1: I I think especially since it's obviously it's something that in schools they really push is just doing it for enjoyment but then when you get into it being a job can you imagine going to all these auditions and all these things and getting cut constantly Like Mm -hmm. it's like going for a job interview where you're then secured in that job, you go, you get a contract you're there on the stage for a couple of years you know and it's one of those things where sometimes when you come out of it as well, so when you leave uni at 2021, 20, you want to get that job and move on with your life and what you want to do, but if that's not going to happen instantly And if you're taking a job in the arts because it takes a lot of time mm-hmm. and people are like, well, I'll just do something else You've then. got to
0: pay your dues. Yeah. yeah,
1: but it's such a valuable, it's actually really sad because it's such a valuable subject. Like I said, 70% of teachers see it as valuable because think about... You know, we've recently ch- adapted our writing, and we now do talk for writing, which involves a lot of drama, and that drama just totally assists in the sort of analyzing of a story, understanding the structure of a story, being able to do use show instead of tell, like all of those aspects. Yeah, all of those aspects of writing come to life when you're using drama, and like you said, it gives children the opportunity to shine where somewhere they maybe normally wouldn't and Mm -hmm. some of them maybe have a lot of anxiety about getting something written down but if you can act it out you're still showing me you can understand things so it's actually you don't need to do it in isolation you know you can do these things as part of something else it doesn't need to be an isolated sort of curricular area it can all just be tied in are there any ways that you sort of tie it in
0: well through your practice I think first of all like what you said there about it being valued is really important remember during Covid and like the people that were keeping us going were the people in the arts yeah you know, everyone yeah, was addicted massively. to Netflix everyone was watching things like online it was the arts that were keeping people going like series became really big um and I've said that I literally can't remember all a single... I can think
1: of is the tiger king the tiger king but that was apparently
0: real Yes, was Stranger Carol Things, masking. did that come out? I can't remember, during lockdown. But basically, that's what was always said yeah. was we have undervalued the people in the arts so much and look who it is that's yeah. been providing, you know, a bit all of the entertainment. and a bit of entertainment. But I
1: don't think children uh, see the people that they see on screens as people who be- are in the arts. What do you mean? So I don't think they would see their favourite pop star, their favourite actors and all that. I don't think they would see that as someone who's in... An artistic job. I just right. don't think it clicks because sometimes music is, right, this is how we're going to keep a beat and they think, right, okay. But they don't then see Taylor Swift go as being songs, an yeah. artist, like all the things that go into that. They see it as, she just goes on stage and she sings some songs, yeah. but they don't see the kind of mastery and the skill behind that. You know, yeah. they, they don't recognise that that's a job that takes a lot of work yeah. and a lot of talent, but that's something that maybe we as teachers need to sort of encourage more, I mean, the kind of creative problem solving that comes from doing all of these things. Also the engagement increase when you do something artistic. Mm -hmm. I know that it's not everybody's cup of tea, right? I know, especially with singing. I always get it with people when we're doing (laughs) singing, they're always like really quiet and shy at the start. But by the end, because I just try to make it as fun as possible. I'm like, everyone can sing. I promise you, you think you can hear yourself and you're singing really loud. But the person next to you can't hear you because they're also singing loud. And mm-hmm. we end up just sort of letting go of our fears a little bit and worrying. I think people are a lot more self-conscious now as well. Yeah. So you let go of that. And by the end of it, everyone's having a great time. Yeah. But the increased engagement for me is something you always get. You know, if you're doing an ideal topic and then you get to do that bit of art, everybody is engaged. You hear that, the buzz yeah. around the room. Mm-hmm. And in a way, that kind of makes me a little bit sad that it's because they don't... I mean, I was the same when I was a kid. When we got to do art, I was like, oh my goodness, we never get to do something like this. This is so exciting. Yeah. You know, when the oil pastels came out with the paints, you'd always was like, this is so exciting. And it kind of makes me go, well, I should be doing this more often because this is something they enjoy. They're also learning way more than just the artistic skills. So yeah. I should... And I'm also a wee bit guilty of putting something up on the board and being like, okay, you know, you're going to make this sunset background. <laughs> just copy me. Yeah. But I'm not actually... Ex- copy the video. You know, I'm not explaining the... The skills yeah. and that's my confidence level. So that's okay. We're going to talk about this in a wee bit, but I don't know. I think it's just...
0: Yeah. and But I think what you're saying there is like, is right because it is quite sad. Like when you see the engagement levels go up and you ask me like if I integrate it in any way into my practice, which I do. Um, and one of the reasons is engagement. Yeah. Like one of the reasons I make sure I've got the arts in there is to lift the engagement because... Sometimes lessons can be a little bit dry, Mm. Like, not gonna lie, not everything is super exciting. No, no, no.
1: If you have every lesson I'll sing and dance and then I take my hat off to you, but I certainly can't do that. The
0: easiest one, I think, you've obviously spoken about drama and writing and I would use that quite a lot in writing, even for just little drama games.
1: Yeah, like hot seating
0: and things. Hot seating and 20 questions, that kind of thing. Do you want to explain?
1: A couple of those just in case anybody doesn't know what that is. Yeah, so
0: hot seating is you basically get a child or you, you could do it, and you sit them in a seat at the front of the class and say, for example, you're doing, you're writing about a character, you tell that child, okay, you are this character, Mm -hmm. and then they have to answer as the character, so the class might ask them, look, this is the way I do it anyway, the class Mm -hmm. might ask a bunch of questions and be like, okay, have you got brown hair? And the character's like... No, I've never grown brown hair. I've always been blonde okay. or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but
1: But they've got to, they've they got have to, to the answer
0: th- as the character, yeah. And then they maybe have to the class guesses who the character is, or Troy Bolton. We did it like music art, music art, basketball. What are you picking? Answering the
1: <laughs> answer like Troy Bolton.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. Or you always could do avoiding it like the setting. question. <laughs> I choose basketball. (laughs) I (laughs) choose whatever my heart desires. They then they could do setting or they could do story, whatever it is. Remember, I spoke about a couple of weeks ago being in the circus with the (laughs) the, Jackman hat. Yeah, yeah. And we did a hot seat activity with that, where I came in dressed up as like a circus uh, ringmaster, and they had to ask me questions about. Being in the circus, and that was the way I got my information out about the circus, rather than just saying, "Okay, sit down." Here's yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna do it with World it. War Two. Like I'm gonna come in as Winston Churchill, or I'm gonna come as come in as an evacuee, or come in as a Battle of Britain pilot. And they can ask questions and I have to answer it like
1: Yeah, like that, you're character. that character. And it's a really good, it's actually... So engaging. It really shows their inferential skills as well. If they're able to exactly.
0: do either part You of also that. have to know exactly what you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah, because they ask
1: you <laughs> like specific <laughs> yeah, questions. And you're, and you're
0: like, like ah, I don't know what kind of plane I, don't I was know. flying. <laughs> but I don't know. that's hot seat and you can do it in a couple of ways. Yeah, 20 yeah. questions, that kind of game. Games are good. I use music a lot. Yeah. In different ways, so in maths I would use music for like times table songs, um, things like that. They're quite a good way to learn times tables. They're also a good way to learn a a bunch of different grammar topics and things, like punctuation and things like that. When you're down the school, I wouldn't, like in my class I'm not going to be whipping out a song for speech Hang on, the rounding
1: rap is an absolute chin. We use that in primary 7 and I still do it. I love it.
0: I've never heard of that in my life. (gasps)
1: You'll need to yeah, I'll rendition. put it on YouTube When we go What? We <laughs> How does it here? start? Sorry? You find the place value And you circle the digit Have you never heard this one? No It's like Find the place value And circle the digit No? That's really good
0: Yep Okay
1: Move to the right And <laughs> underline it Well <laughs> <laughs> okay. If this makes it into the final cut, it's I'm going to be mortified to Jack tonight. Well, do you know what? We're talking about going for it and not caring what yeah, other people so. think. So exactly that, but there's, I think you also need to make it really relatable to children and point out to them all the different things that are involved in the arts because sometimes, you know, you get it with shows. There's certain children who are like, I don't want to be on the stage. I don't want people to look at me. I totally get that. And, you know, we planned a Premiere 7 show together. We actually wrote the entire script. There was two of us, to be fair. We wrote the entire script. We did all the staging, lights, everything. But there's always children who are like, I don't want to perform or I don't want to have a role myself. But I want something. There was none that year, though. No, everyone wants to do that year, but yeah. we had people who were being like stagehands. We had oh, yeah. people who were preparing um, the props. Costumes. We had people who were doing lights. We had people who were painting things. Like there were, we tried to look at every aspect of a performance. And we showed them, I'm sure we showed them kind of bootleg clips yeah. from from like Broadway shows. And Backstage we're like, look how much goes well, into this. Well. Yeah, there's sound technicians, there's lighting tech, like there's all these people who are putting on the show. It's not just the people you see on the stage. And that's all arts as well that's all part of the arts it's yeah. all being able like if you can look at something in, on a stage and say oh it should be lit this way because this lighting is going to be really good for this scene and that's going to look really good with this character story and you're able to do all of that that's all part of what the arts mm-hmm. needs but there's such because because there's such a decline in people taking the arts up as jobs or taking the arts up and kind of higher advanced higher schooling I worry that we're just going to end up Cause not missing out on these amazing things but wasting people's talents almost.
0: Yeah and I think we saw that when schools shut during lockdown and when they came back and it was like Christmas shows were cancelled. so you really miss that community yeah. within the school. I mean I really feel sorry for the primary sevens or in England the year sixes who, who missed all of that. that end of year stuff. Who didn't get to do their end of year show, who didn't get to do like their Christmas show and things like that because those are moments that you never forget. Now <laughs>
1: I know exactly what he's about to say
0: (laughs) Picture the scene Okay (laughs) Primary 7 Jack of the Beanstalk 2007 Your boy was Jack Circa 2007 Circa 2007 (laughs) 2007. (laughs) (laughs) Haha For anyone that doesn't get that We cannot stop saying there's this guy on TikTok in the west of Scotland. I think it's really regional, to be honest. It's
1: very specific.
0: After every sentence, he says, ha ha, and we cannot stop saying it, ha ha. <laughs> I was Jack and Jack and the Beanstalk, ha ha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Basically, y- your boy was the star of the show, ha ha. Of course. And I just like still remember doing it. Do you know what I remember the most? Forgetting my last line. But anyway, that stuck <laughs> with me because it was tragic awkward but I remember doing that and what I'm trying to say is that was such a big part of my primary seven I remember auditioning for it I remember learning the lines I remember learning the songs it was all in rhymes so I had to like I couldn't even like ad-lib any bits because it was all rhyming and I remember the whole process I remember when we were practicing it one day the rest of the class had to go out and play football because no one had parts and it was just me and this other uh kid that were doing parts and I felt like oh this is so special and stuff but the confidence wow, that can laser. also give
1: the confidence that can give a child is unbelievable. Amazing. Because sometimes it's the really quiet ones yep. who also then thrive in that environment.
0: And I think um, you miss that big part of community with schools.
1: You, oh, absolutely. And so obviously, this is all about kind of practical advice and things you can take to the classroom. But there's three sort of main issues that have been highlighted with teaching the arts um, in classrooms. The top one that people have spoken about is. Confidence, of course, people. So Creative Scotland identified mm-hmm. these three main issues: confidence levels, and um, sort of schools and teachers. You know, primary school teachers are are general generalised. You know, they're able to teach everything. We're yep. not specialist educators, although you have got teachers that then have a specific skill. And certainly in Scotland, they might do non class contact and come in and do art with your class. Which you know, we've ha- I've had that experience before and the work the children were producing, because it was like a four or five week project that just came to life and they were beautiful pieces of work. Something yep. that I as a class teacher would struggle to find the time to do. But as a sort of generalist teachers, we teach everything, we do it all in primary schools here. So confidence, no wonder it's low, especially if you're someone, yeah. And I think the arts is also that subject where if you didn't feel that confident in literacy, there would be no hesitation in going and finding some CPD on literacy. So, you know, when I think about our switch to talk for writing, when we first got that information, it was a ton of information. I didn't feel that confident and I was able to go online and find stuff and work on it really quickly, was able to study the textbook, like go through everything, watch videos, ask people on social media, like go and get all of that practical advice, whereas if with art, have I done anything in the five years I've been teaching no. to improve my artistic ability? No. And I don't know why, because I'm not someone who doesn't value it. I enjoy the arts and I enjoy teaching it, but there's just something there that makes me go, oh, it's, it's prioritising. Yeah. And I think we just, we recognise the importance, but we don't prioritise. Yeah. And that could be an issue. So confidence levels was the, the main issue. The second issue was lack of training. So whether that's, training that is sort of authority driven or school okay. driven or personalised, yep. you're choosing to go and do that. Um, and also a lack of funding and a lack of resources because it's expensive, right? Yeah. It's, especially if you lack confidence, you want a resource that's going to support you
0: really well. And many schools these days are not well resourced with funding being cut and everything. So no. those are the first things to go. Like yep. you need new print brushes. Mm, Sorry, right. we've got to prioritise something else, which is understandable.
1: Yeah, totally. And those three things also just make the problem bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm. So it's how do you even, how do you begin to tackle those things? What, you know, would if you had a piece of advice for someone who said, right, I'm really not confident in teaching music. What would be your suggestion to them for teaching, mm, teaching really. that?
0: Music's a tough one.
1: See, I picked that one because I thought that would be the easier oh, really?
0: one. <laughs> uh, Well, my problem is like i have I get sent to piano lessons when I was yeah. seven or something, so it's just always been a part of my life, like being able to read music and all that. So it's hard to think so of it's it. It's hard to think of how to do that. We have used things in the past in school, like chiranga and stuff like mm-hmm. that we've used. There's really things- good
1: ones on YouTube that are about like keeping a rhythm and keeping a beat. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, Yeah. we've used them like, in class quite a few days. Yeah, the
1: very... Straightforward, but the children absolutely love it. Obsessed. So, even if you don't feel that confident, yeah, then
0: and, and one thing that we've always done that is good as well that you can get on YouTube is, is music rhythm games. Yeah, so maybe you don't have the musical instruments out as of yet, you can get to that, but. Get the glockenspiels out. Yeah, well, the, the the rhythm games, like, I like coffee, I like tea, can you catch the ball from me? I like Such God. a great yes. game. And all those, like, rhythm games to get them to keep a beat and things. Yeah.
1: And you could do Kirk them in, right. like, gym as a warm-up. Yeah. You know, and, like, you can you can study the composition of music in other ways. Like I posted a video a couple of weeks ago about writing and using music to spark imagination in writing. So I start, I pick a song for each section of our planning. So the introduction, the build up, the problem resolution, mm. and ending. The introduction is like married life and up, so it's all do 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 It's oh, yeah. all happy, and then. You go to the build-up and it's like a... I picked one from Frozen. It was like a, a sort of chase scene where it's, it's all happy and then something changes. Show yourself. So yeah, the children are one? sort of <laughs> picturing in their head. They're like, oh, the music has changed. So now my, they had to pick a character beforehand. But now my character isn't strolling on a beach, you know, yeah. with the sun beating down on them. Now they are. And they can picture so well in their head. And then it gets to like the resolution. You've got Indiana Jones on and then comes the hero mm. riding into the sunset, you know, saving the day. They're all understanding how music makes them feel. us feel, mm-hmm. it, it, how it triggers your imagination, you know, like if you watched a horror movie without any of that background music, you're not going to be scared because you're going to be like, oh, what's that guy doing right. popping out from behind the wall? Like, <laughs> yeah. Didn't expect that. It's it's the music that actually builds the suspense in you. It's nothing to do with the fact this guy jumps out at you because if there was no music there, you wouldn't even notice. You'd yeah. just be sitting there like, all right, okay. Hiya, how you doing? <laughs> you know, you're not going to, well, maybe doing, not with, when... <laughs> <laughs> what you doing here, ha ha? <laughs> So you wouldn't you be try to scare me, haha. scared, but I think if you're starting with, so speaking of someone right who has no artistic ability, I've said that, I really Yet. like, oh, yeah, I did this to you last week, it's payback, <laughs> I really like the draw-alongs on YouTube, like the Art Hub for Kids have really good ones, mm-hmm. we were doing, well we have been doing Pugs of the Frozen North by Philip Reeve. And that's a class novel. And the illustrator has a video on YouTube of drawing. That's why I was drawing a pug. I wasn't just drawing pugs for fun. Yep. We were redesigning the front cover. And I... Mine's on the whiteboard. Obviously, children are so nice. I'm like, okay, you know my abilities. They and will they, compliment you. No, they literally gave me an applause. <laughs> an applause. And I'm looking at this pug like... <laughs> guys I don't even know which one's his ears and which one's his eyes like let's not you you really don't and need to give like, me a, but they're I'm looking at theirs and I'm like how thing. did I get this from you from yeah. the same video Incredible. <laughs> and yours are awesome but they just give me that little bit of and I'm honest with them I just say you know that I'm not good at this but I'm gonna try it and I think modeling that's important mm. like if you're doing music sometimes you see people say right I'm not confident with music you put one of those on they sit in the chair and they don't yeah, they say that I'm not very good at music, so I'll let you do it. Give it a go. Like if you if you get it wrong, you get it
0: wrong. Yeah, the and children are showing care. them that you're a learner as well. Uh-huh. I want to give a shout out. This is a bit random. I've never done this before, but there's a guy <laughs> on Instagram that I follow. He's, I think he's Scottish. I don't actually know who he is, but um, he basically just popped up, and he his whole Instagram is about like art and things that he does in class. He's called teaching and technicolor. Have you come across? him? Oh no, he says as. His bio is just a colorblind teacher trying to bring some colour into the world. Um, and all of his posts are about, like, the book that he's reading and the wall displays that he makes and all the art that he does. And some of it, I'm like... On phenomenal amazing yeah like where did you find the time to actually make that wall? point though like
1: look for inspiration in other places yeah. because like Pinterest has amazing simple but and also there's places that explain it really well like explain the composition of color mm-hmm. and like complementing colors and primary colors and the color wheel like, they explain it really well and then there's really simplistic activities but very effective activities you could do I think my I said this earlier. My issue with teaching art is I kind of go, here's a demonstration, let's make this. And I Mm -hmm. don't actually think about, you know, what are they learning about shading or angles or, let's say, the composition of colour? Like, what are they learning about that artistic skill? It's not just going and drawing. You have to try and have. Has
0: that fly just landed on my head?
1: It's not on your head, it's behind you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because you're looking at my head.
1: No, 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 it's behind you. Teach health and well-being with confidence with Happy Healthy You, a health and well-being resource designed specifically for Curriculum for Excellence. With editable lesson plans, PowerPoints and resources, Happy Healthy You provides teachers with everything they need for a comprehensive health and well-being approach across the school. Topics are built up progressively and are an age-appropriate level for all of your learners. Visit leckyscotland.co.uk to request a sample for your school.
0: You can also save 20% off your purchase by using the code INSIDEVOICES. If you've been enjoying listening to the podcast, please leave a five-star positive review wherever you listen.
1: It's time for Listener Voices, where we hear from you, our listeners. So for this week's listeners' voices, I put a poll out on Instagram and I just asked our question out on Instagram and I asked people to just share their thoughts and opinions on teaching the arts. So a really, a really varied sort of response, but actually all going along the same theme of what we're saying, that teachers recognise the importance, but lack the confidence or the resources or the sort of time to actually get to do it. So someone said, as a terrible artist, in inverted commas, I dread art lessons I have lots of creative designs, but I feel so limited in my abilities. What That's the heck a does very that interesting, and I get this as well. Like in her head, she's like, "This would look amazing as an art piece. This would be a fantastic skill but to teach." But then, yeah, her abilities mean she feels limited in how she can then get that across to students. Okay, what would you suggest as a little bit of advice for that? How would you kind of tackle that?
0: Oh my goodness, you keep putting me on the spot with these advice questions. Um, first of all, give it a go beforehand, like the day before or the night before. You definitely have to have one ready. Yeah. And give it a go. It's probably not going to be as bad as you think. No. And also the children will love
1: it. They, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder.
0: They'll give you an applause. They will, they will genuinely. <laughs>
1: Standing ovation.
0: Yeah. And also I think we've already mentioned it. But I think you need to go in with the attitude of being like, right, I am a learner here. Mm-hmm. Like this is the vision. Let's see if anyone else can bring it together. If you really can't get it, I don't know what you're gonna do. What would you say?
1: If you've got someone in your school who's confident, lean on them.
0: Ooh, good, good one.
1: Because everyone has their strengths within a school, and I would say, you know, because we've done that musical theatre club, you know, people do realize that music is probably a strength of ours and there's been a couple times we've been asked about
0: Yeah, you're right. Actually. helping
1: with something mm-hmm. or you know helping with like the lighting or the sound or like just wee things. Go and ask. Mm-hmm. Go and ask someone hey you know this is what I've got in my head. How would you suggest I or if you see a piece of art that a younger class have done or an older class oh how can I adapt that to work within my class. Like you really because in primary school we have People from all walks of life, some who did the four year degree, some have done degrees and I mean, one of my friends I went to uni with, she had a musical theatre degree and now she's a primary school teacher because mm. she went on to do the postgrad. So obviously that's a massive strength of hers. She per- did loads of performances before she went into teaching. I would go and ask her. Yep. I would go and say, you know, how can I do, where would I start with teaching them how to sing a song? Right, they're shouting at me. Where do I start with teaching them how to sing to me? Going go <laughs> and- <shouting> are at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> remember we got those kids to harmonize though,
1: oh, they crushed that though,
0: yeah we sang a song from and also Tricked. they were singing <laughs> <laughs> we sang a song from Flicked
1: <laughs> and they were singing over each other yeah. they were fully that was incredible It was so good it was so good, but yeah, ask
0: good lead on people good piece of advice any others um
1: we've got music is becoming this is a Two par. music is becoming more and more common as a specials class so I think this is in America so mm. they mean as like people coming in to teach music because they have instead of non-class contact time and it being a teacher in their school the children go off to, to like yeah they go off to like art or music um which would be great if we could do that but again there's no funding for that kind of thing but art drama is fun especially in primary grades dramatic play slash reenactment is crucial to learning which I would totally agree with that.
0: We didn't even touch on play.
1: Like reenactment and the make-believe side mm. of drama where we're not saying act out this scene. Go and pretend you are someone else. Yeah. Like go and see. I, I That's can't what, confess to the fact that I used to do this when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Well, I, in my garden right, I had this like, little wall and I used to literally walk up and down this wall pretending I was Hannah Montana. Of course. I was fully like 10 years old, right? But that's what we did because I didn't have a phone, I didn't have a laptop, like, I was 10. That didn't exist when I was 10. I was outside in the garden the whole time with I had a broomstick as my microphone and I was (laughs) a pop star and then my brother would rattle a basketball off my head and we'd we'd fall out and that would be the end of that game.
0: (laughs) Your wig would fall off.
1: (laughs) That's truly, that sounds ridiculous, but that's how I learned to sing and how I learned that I liked it because I used to just make believe in my head Mm. that I was a pop star. And going, my neighbours must have hated me They'd be like, "I have heard the best of both worlds seventy four times." <laughs> the ice
0: cream freeze. Shut up!
1: <laughs> they must have either hated it is or bend it Bloom. Out. You know, that's how I learned. That's what I liked to do. I liked to perform. Yeah. I liked to go and do those things. Hundred
0: percent. I think we've not even touched on play, to be honest, uh, in this. But that is down the school. That is when the children are a lot younger. That is a huge part of their learning is through imaginative play and then the teachers observe them in their imaginative play and what kind of things can come up with it's actually a great tool for picking up air like see if you can pick up that a child is not using their imagination very well or not engaging in imaginative play a lot of dyslexia forms and things have that on as like a box to check yeah because it can be an indicator of something if they can't you know, imagine worlds like structure
1: out. it together yeah, yeah exactly
0: so even in that it can be a great tool yeah um, and also
1: social skills 100%. as well because sometimes if you're acting you're playing out mm-hmm. a scene you're still developing that this role playing structures of compromise hierarchy, and, yeah. yeah all of those things are there someone also said that art helps develop fine motor skills so in a way it should be woven into everything, which I totally agree with. The amount of times that you say, "Right, go and cut out this bit of paper," and some people find it really, really difficult it's like to do.
0: Attacked it with hedge trimmers
1: again, because everything's been made to be so. How can we cut corners? How can we make this quicker? How can we do this? How can we do that? You know, instead of using tools that we did twenty years ago, where you needed fine motor skills, now it's oh, we've got a simpler way to do that, mm-hmm. and you don't need those fine motor skills anymore. you yep. like really straight, not exactly a great example but like a sewing machine mm. you know, whereas before if you wanted to sew something you were sitting there, you were sewing it like, that's what you were doing, now it's like oh, even sewing, use a sewing machine. machine
0: Could you use a sewing machine?
1: Um, we were taught how to do that in school, did you not do that in Home Economics?
0: No we actually didn't ever do that
1: We made uh, an apron in Home Economics
0: Oh, she's a seamstress
1: I couldn't tell you how to do it now I also think mm. we made an oven glove as well
0: Oven. Oh, I
1: knew you were going to say that. Oven. I really hope there's East Coast people who listen to this, and also you can't now slag me off for having a Glasgow Uni accent because I just said the word oven.
0: Oven. It's
1: not an oven. How do you spell oven?
0: O v e n.
1: I rest my case. It's the yeah, same as it is
0: oven, though, isn't the it? The
1: fork and Ford argument.
0: Okay. Ford. We're not getting into it, but uh, yeah, I think that is uh, a good point.
1: Yeah, it's uh, and fine more skills are so important. Oh my goodness, they're so important.
0: Yeah, for everything really. But everything. I think, what were you saying there about before you went on to find motor skills? Something about...
1: Imaginative play and reenactment.
0: No, after that. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying something about cutting out. No.
1: Oh, cu- yeah, like if you ask someone to cut something out, there's now an easier way to do it, so you what? don't need the fine motor
0: What is the easier way to skills? cut out?
1: I mean... I didn't think of an example for that part. <laughs> you still need to be able to use scissors, I suppose. But, yeah. you know, like all those things are, even the, though you think about like handwriting, oh my word, art, it's going to have a massive line to, role think, to play in that. Uh,
0: just like final point on this is that uh, I think the emphasis on technology and STEM in schools has had a massive impact on the arts. Yeah. Now, Obviously, we majored on STEM, we majored on, you know, technology, but not to the detriment of everything else. Yeah. And I think in schools, there must be a balance. Now, it's the million-dollar question, like isn't it? Like, the million-dollar question is, how do you fit everything into your day? we you, you can't. like You, you no. truly can't.
1: Especially at this time of year when everything is so up in the air. So
0: exactly.
1: we are filming this mid to end of November where Christmas show, rehears- Christmas rehearsals, show rehearsals are in full swing, which means your timetable is like, all over the place Mm -hmm. because we're all sharing the gym hall and we're all trying to get our songs in there. So you're like, okay, my time is cut. And it's a shame to think of it like that because instead of thinking, right, I've now got two hours to focus on music and art and all these opportunities you have, it's, oh, my time's been cut by two hours. So where am I going to fit this and where am I going to fit that? And I think sometimes it just needs to be, this is part of the curriculum. Mm And it's not something you just squeeze in or you push to the side and say, oh, you know, I've I've not done my number talk this week. Like, I'll I'll just I'll just do that instead of the art. I'm not saying one is more important than the other. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes you need to say, right, okay, I didn't fit my number talk in this week. That just needs to go to the side. I'll I'll get to it. But I do need to do this piece of art because everyone needs a chance to shine and I've not done it yet.
0: I think the way that we tackle that is a lot of people now talk about STEAM. So instead of STEM, they talk about STEAM because the arts, it's a good argument, the arts is linked to all of these technologies, you want to become an architect, Mm -hmm. you've got to be good at some kind of design process, you've got to know, you know, angles and shape and how things look is really important, engineers exactly the same and so I think the arts is rightfully quite often placed in there and Mm -hmm. maybe that's a way that we can start to transition towards in our teaching that we start to not think about just stem on its own and focus on stem 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 but focusing a little bit more on including the arts in that process and
1: recognizing that it can be linked to pretty much every aspect of your curriculum doesn't always need to be exactly left left to the side so obviously we've spoken about confidence being something that a lot of people have come to us on that poll with and clearly something across Scotland that people or the UK people are struggling with. Um, So I was looking at some things that you can use to help boost your confidence and I came across BBC Teach have tons, BBC Teach have literally so much on there and it's not something I've actually gone to. All completely free. Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Please get in
0: touch if you want to.
1: (laughs) Our email is in the description. (laughs) We're looking
0: for sponsors for after Christmas.
1: But they have loads for art, they have loads for music, and they have loads for drama. I didn't know that. No, it's really good stuff. It's also curriculum linked, which is nice because obviously it can be linked to Scottish curriculum, it can be linked to English curriculum. There is so much on there. So if you're struggling with confidence, lean on those free resources that are out there, like the YouTube um, rhythm ones, like the draw alongs, like, you know, the BBC teach things, go for describing a book character or doing some drama with a book character, or even get the children to make up their own dramatic scene from the book Mm -hmm. and be honest with them and just get involved with it, even if you're not sure. Confidence comes with practice and we tell the children that constantly. Yep. But we don't really believe it ourselves. You know, we don't think of it because we think, oh, we're adults. We can't learn how to do those things. But
0: are you pretending you to be Hannah Montana can. again?
1: <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> going to break out into song again. <laughs> she absolutely is. But go for it in that sense and try and just yeah. give it a go.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that you mentioned earlier was engagement yep. levels in the arts. So how does one...
1: How does one We're formal?
0: How does one you know, attempt to raise that in their class.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that every child deserves that opportunity to shine and that opportunity to feel like they're really good at something. And the arts is a way to do that because the we've spoken of the confidence you see in children who enjoy it, they have a talent for it. If we are not giving the arts equal treatment, As other areas of the curriculum, we are not giving children the opportunity to shine. You know, if it's something that's a strength of people, you want to show off your strength. So why is it fair that, because numeracy is a strength of some children, they get to show that off every day. But singing is your strength and you're never getting to utilise that or use that. So you're never feeling like your strength is being highlighted. We need Mm. to give it that equal treatment and then the engagement from children will come as well because we're doing it more often. It's integrated. Make it relatable as well. Give them something that they can... Aspire to be like you know. Point out to them that hey, all your games that you play, the characters have been drawn up by mm. someone. They've been imagined by someone. All the maps, all the pathways, everything you're doing has been done by a graphic designer or an artist. You know, if
0: just don't tell them that the graphic designer probably had to design like two leaves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a team of five hundred yeah. graphic yeah, designers. Like lots I designed and them and rocks. rocks and
1: <laughs> lots of them, but. Things like you know, if you're listening to music, um, that's why Kids Bop's such a good one because it's it's children doing it. So instantly, it's oh, I could do that. I could go. We were watching Newsround the other day, and they interviewed Kids Bop about their tour. So Kids Bop are going out on tour in the Easter holidays. There's 11 dates all the way through the UK during the Easter holidays, and the children were watching this, and they were like. That's so, like I could do that. I could be on a stage doing something like that mm-hmm. because they spoke about, they interviewed the children, they were kind of similar ages and they we're talking about how long they've been doing it for. And you could see some of my children sitting there going, oh, I would love to sing and dance on stage at this age like, and go on tour and sing for other children my age. Like You have to find something that's really relatable for them. And side note, we are going to go to the Glasgow kids bop show. If you are wanting to go, we're going to be that at that show. It's literally like a childhood dream though. I know. I mean, a what, a, bit what like a full like circle Montana. moment. Also, if you need a backing singer,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the job. Did you know I was Jack and Jack and the Beanstalk? He
1: <laughs> did forget his last line. You might want to choose me okay. instead. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Inside Voices. Make sure to come back next week where we are going to be talking about teacher workload and how to balance and manage all of that. And remember that in here, we use our Inside Voices.